for the marbles by the children in the Welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is episode 144, 144, 144, that means. And it's going to be me for this episode. I'm still trying to catch up and maybe even some mustard so that we can get back to me and Brandon's episodes being the even numbered and mine being the odd but as i said before i think i'm gonna have a bunch of episodes in between me and brandon's one that will always come out on monday night and just a little side deal uh i got laid off from my job so i'm gonna have a lot of free time to do that and pretty much it was because of that stupid coronavirus I knew I didn't like that beer for some reason other than just that it tastes like swill. Is that how you say it, swill? (laughs) Ah, yes, there's Diamond Dave to say. I am correct. But here are some places that you can find us on the internet. You can go over to Twitter at WSMarvelComics, where if you follow us, we'll follow you back like the creepers we are. We also have a website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, where we review almost Every Marvel comic each and every week. Most times the reviews come out on 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday. That is new comic book day. Uh, I have been lax with my reviews the last couple weeks because of just nonsense happening in my life. You can also go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash weird science and support us for these shows, the ones you're listening to. Uh, Also, if you listen to the DC Comics show, but the thing is, if you go and support us, it's not just blind support. We are going to give you a bunch of shows depending on what level you end up signing up. You can get up to 30 plus episodes of different podcasts each and every month. And that could be Marvel, DC, Uh, you have some stuff that's not even comic related. We have a pop culture podcast. I'm going to start doing some stuff with the comic book cartoon shows and also get back to finishing up my reviews of The Mandalorian Season 1. I think I can get them done before Season 2 comes around since I hear that's around October. I think I can get to those again. I have some free time. You can throw us some money, and then it'll make my family happy and not uh, go insane. They're very upset right now. But here I am to talk two comic books tonight. And the first one is going to be Star Number 2. And I did like the first issue of star enough i liked when star showed up in the captain marvel book so when it was announced that she would get her own series written by kelly thompson i was actually 
pretty pumped up for it. I actually wanted it. I saw some mixed reviews when you ended up having it announced. Some people were like, oh, here we go. Another nonsense character getting another nonsense book and things like that. I didn't think that. I, I always like characters like Star. Uh, and so when I read the first issue, I remember I liked it. The problem is when I ended up reading this, I, I, I forgot everything that happened in that first issue. And as you'll see as we go through this quickly, I'm not a huge fan of this number two, but it's not for anything it did wrong or bad. It's for what it didn't do. And that's pretty much advance the story or even give us much of star uh, in general. But it is written by Kelly Thompson, art by Javier Pina and Felipe Andrade. Color artist is Jesus Aberdov and letters by VCs Clayton Kells. And it is Birth of a Dragon Part 2. After trying and failing to steal Captain Marvel's powers and going to prison for it, former reporter Ripley Ryan discovered a new power. The extraordinarily dangerous reality stone has somehow bonded with her. Ripley escaped from prison, but soon the trickster god Loki attacked her and tried to extract the stone, warning her that other... More villainous characters are already looking for it. He was more right than ever. Even he knew for the pair was being watched by a mysterious figure. Hoping to find whoever's hunting her, Ripley sought out private eye and reluctant superhero Jessica Jones and used the stone to try to force her assistance. That attempt went poorly, but before Ripley and Jessica could tear each other apart, the Scarlet Witch arrived in a flash of magic. We start off the issue and nowhere and everywhere is what they spell out and it is scarlet witch and ripley walking in a cave kind of through some cavernous tunnels and why i said there's not a lot of star i'm not saying she didn't get a lot of page time it's just that not much happens with her she walks around with scarlet witch and scarlet witch tells you know ripley you shouldn't use the reality stone like you are, you don't know what you're doing. You end up having a reference from the first issue about how you end up having Scarlet Witch saying you're pretty much ruining reality. You're ripping things apart. You're making it tough for everyone. And in this, Ripley ends up kind of, you know, being a jerk about it and saying, no, 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 I get what you're saying, Scarlet Witch. You're saying that I'm messing things up for you, that I'm making things harder for you. Not for me. I don't really care. I'm just going to go for it. Uh, So as this is going on, they end up going through this dark cavern. All of a sudden, Scarlet Witch kind of yells out and disappears. They they have torches to kind of light the way. And Ripley is like, yeah, screw this. Luminous, you know, Luminous Andrate or something. Uh, And it ends up lighting up the cavern. But she is using the Reality Stone still in, you know, kind of not really crazy ways but at times that you don't really need to do it you end up having scarlet witch go and say we're gonna have to fight these things they end up being these like spider demon type things in the cave and again there's ripley making you know an an axe out of the reality stone and then also at at one point just keep telling scarlet witch listen i i can just kind of blink these guys out i can use the reality stone and get rid of them but you keep having Wanda keep saying, no, 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 you, you can't do this. You can't end up 
changing everything and you can't and even goes even further because they are going down into this cavern to supposedly fight a dragon and these bug type demons attacking them you end up having stars saying these are ridiculous i'm just going to kill them i'm just going to wipe them all out with my powers and one ended up saying no 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 they're not bad they're just protecting what they think should be protected we're in their home you know you have come down in their home and you expect them to just step aside you know that's pretty much bullcrap they they are here protecting what is theirs just like we would if they ended up coming to our home and doing the same and so it is one of those but it's you don't really get a lot of star and i i'm not even so certain that she's even learning the lessons of what's going on just because she just keeps trying to do the same old things now while all this is going on you do cut to the surface world or the regular world and you have a bunch of people sitting around a bunch of young people sitting around a table talking and for some reason and i i like the art enough in this uh i i prefer a different style kind of for star or something around this more of a cartoony style would be something that I would kind of like more. I don't know how everybody else feels about that, but when you go off and you go into this kitchen where all these youngsters, young people, they're, they're hanging around, they're talking a little, right? They're talking. Uh, I actually thought the one was Jessica Jones for a bit when you, you head off, it's in the East village and they're talking and, uh, then I realized, okay, it's not Jessica Jones, but they keep talking about Star. They're talking about the reality stone and how it's bonded with her and even saying, has this ever happened? Do you know of any other time this has happened? Like, nope, not like this. So they, they keep talking. They're like, oh, man. And they keep talking to the girl and saying, man, she must be powerful, this this star. No, not really. Yeah, really? Why? Like, eh, she doesn't really know how to use the stone. Oh, she's not using it? No, no. She's using it. She's using it in ridiculous ways. She doesn't really get a grasp of how to do it. And and you keep going back to these people, these guys and girls sitting there talking at this table until at the very end, all of a sudden you see a character, if you, you know the Black Order, you'll see Corvus Glaive shows up in a weird paneling, the weird way that he almost seems off of the panel, like not even involved in the panel, but it is. And then you go back to these youngsters and it's it is the Black Order. It's Black Dwarf, Ebony Maw, Proxima, Proxima Midnight and Black Swan. Forgive me, I, my eyes are, are not reading well tonight. But yeah, so it's the Black Order and that, that's a pretty cool cliffhanger. But throughout all this, you get to the end with Star and, and Wanda, even where they're going, they're going through these caverns and like, wait a minute, that's no dragon. And then we're going to have to see what that's all about. But the big cliffhanger is the Black Order being assembled again and Corvius Glaive coming back to get them. And they're going to go and go off to probably try to rip that reality stone right out of Star. And so I like this enough. It's just, it's very quick. Like I said, you don't get a lot of progression with Star herself. It's pretty much her and Wanda going through these caverns in this cave system and fighting these demons. So you don't get much of that. Now, at one point, you do end up having Wanda go and use a big hex spell 
that does end up knocking out Star where she thinks back at where she isn't being protected by people. It's months ago, and it's a scene where she's talking about how Miss Marvel isn't helping her and things like that. So you get a little bit of that flashback. But other than that, not a lot of forward progression, just the idea of don't use your you know powers as much as you are they they do spell out one of the big things is wanda spells out that every time you use it you pretty much are it's like a signal flare out to anybody who will be chasing you so that's a setup of how the black order will be finding her very easily i'm sure and then at the end it says next the hunt begins but overall i'd have to give this a six five i still really like the character i still like the book and i like the parts where kelly thompson i like The voices I like, Wanda and Star together having their little adventure, but just not enough happens for me to get fully on board with this. And I hope that the next issue actually picks up a bit because this one was a little disappointing for a book that I have been waiting for. Uh, you know, since it came out, since the number one came out. All right, and the next book that we're going to talk about is one that Brandon does not like. It's why it's on my episodes, and it's Amazing Spider-Man number 40, written by Nick Spencer, art by Ivan Coelho and Z. Carlos, colors by Brian Reber and Pete Pentazis, and letters by VC's Joe Caramanga. It's Breaking News Part 3. Threats and Menaces is the new news-like content producer giving a platform to media personality J. Jonah Jameson's pungent strain of editorializing. And for the first guest on his new podcast, Jameson demanded Spider-Man. J.J.'s still trying to make amends for his long career as Webhead's loudest detractor. Spidey wanted to give Jonah a chance, but two things got in the way. Years of Bad Blood, and Super Gambler Chance, operator of the palace, the casino airship home to the sportsbook system for betting on superhero fights. Chance's rival foreigner tricked him into attempting to steal Spidey's web shooters and a ploy to win back money Chance had dishonestly won off him. Look, all relationships have their complications, and I know that to be true, asked my wife. And it's funny because as this goes on, you find out that actually the foreigner wants Chance to win so that he can do this and kind of ruin chance in another way that chance says you you know i'm ruined now when it does come about but it starts off with spider-man and chance squaring off spider-man thinking to himself man it's been a while since i fought chance but we'll get back into this dance quick enough and if you remember he ended up smashing through the wall of the podcasting studio and you know right in the middle of this spider-man and chance are about to throw it down jay jonah's pissed He's mad that you end up, you know, you ruined my podcast is what you did. And even the producer is yelling, you know, he's yelling. We have so much background audio and all of a sudden chance like really. And then just raises up his wrist cannon and he's about to shoot him. And the guy says, yeah, I can edit that out. Edit that out. Just like Jess. And he does fire the cannon, but. At the last second, Peter kind of checks him away so that it misses Jay Jonah. All the while, you end up having the foreigner watching this on the video up in the palace with a grin. And he's like, boy, I wonder how everybody here would know the truth about you and your little operation here, there, Chance. Because he cheats. I don't know why they can't tell that with his power and stuff. But it's basically just, you know a punch city here you end up where he you have chance say i know why you saved jay jonah because you always save the people you love spider-man like steps up what 
Say, Jonah, I don't love him. I think that's a little, you know, over the top. He's like, well, you, you begrudgingly respect maybe a professional courtesy for it. He's like, keep going. I mean, I'll, I'll let you know when you get to it. Uh, but you end up having them just fight. Peter ends up punching Chance right in the face, breaks his goggles a bit. But as that's going on, Chance does hit Peter in the gut with his wrist launcher, his wrist gun. It doesn't do any damage except for the fact that it throws Peter across the room into the wall and it just crashes the wall. And as Peter's trying to recover, Jake Jonah runs over with the mic. Let, let Walk through the process right here there, Spider-Man. You know, are you sizing up the guy? You remember previous fights? You analyzing weaknesses? And, and Spider-Man's like, listen, Joan, I, I don't have time for this. I'm in the middle of a fight. I can't believe you're trying to interview me now. No, no, no. The people want to know. This is a groundbreaking podcast here. The people want to know exactly your state of mind. And Peter's, my state of mind? I'm annoyed. He's really pissed off. And then you end up having Jay Jonah continues like, so, so where you get your jokes? You got improv training. You get some writers. What's going on? And you end up having Peter just launch a punch where he's about to just punch Chance right in the face. And all of a sudden, there are two minutes remaining. And Peter, huh? And, and Chance like, oh, thank God. Punch me now. Come on, punch me in the face. And so you're, you're wondering what's going on here because, you know, Chance, he didn't want to get involved in this anyway. The foreigner tricked him into this. But he ends up. You know, not wanting to actually win the contest. And he's even there, like, hurry up. Just punch me in the face. Hurry up. I only got like two minutes. We could just do this. I'll let you do, you know, we'll pretend. And it's kind of like a wrestling type deal. And uh, you end up having Spider Man, like, what are you talking about? Oh, well. And just punches him, just lays him out. And then you have Chance laying on the ground, like, wriggling around. Oh, no. Bested again by my sworn enemy. I'll never be able to do what I'm supposed to do in less than a minute. Now, Peter all of a sudden gets the spidey sense. It's like, well, what's going on? And he gets it because a bunch of jack-o'-lanterns show up and there's multiple jack-o'-lanterns. They come in and Peter says, well, I, I was fighting chance there. I haven't seen him in a while, but I've dealt with some jack-o'-lanterns recently. Uh, these are weird because there's a bunch of them. But And he goes down in the comical way of kind of, yeah, the who's who of the jack-o'-lanterns. It's Jason Massendale, and then there's the other guy who wasn't Jason. Then there's the other guy who wasn't Jason. Then there's the other guy who wasn't Jason. But there's a bunch here now kind of being pokes fun at why would anybody want to go around with a flaming squash on their head all day? It's a real awful costume. Uh, but one of the things that he does end up saying is last time I ran into these guys was when the foreigner bought some stolen shield formulas from Chameleon. And it's funny because obviously we're dealing with the foreigner here. So there's a hint for Peter to know what's going on. And then at the end, spoiler alert, we also are dealing with the Chameleon in the story as well. Um, but while Peter's fighting the jack they end up knocking one of his web shooters out of his hand it goes flying and it's caught by chance and the jack-o'-lanterns grab him and take him away as he's struggling he doesn't want to go he's like wait wait i can give it back i can give it back and he ends up being taken away and he's been really what's going on where are they going and he's like i gotta find them i gotta see what's going on before it's too late and then jake jonah's there and like you're gonna run away aren't you? you're gonna go chase them this is what you always do 
Spider-Man's like, what? what? What are you talking about? And like, yeah, you're always ditching your obligations with us normal people just to go and do your nonsense. And, you know, you did say you were going to do a podcast, but I guess you're not going to finish now because of this. And Spider-Man's like, I have to go. Like, the people are in danger. Well, maybe they're not in danger. It looked like those guys were fighting each other, and really it's just a web shooter. Oh, well, you know what? Let's do it. And he sits down with Jay Jonah, and they're going to finish up the podcast. And so they start up, and it's a pretty much a montage, one-page montage with a bunch of panels, and they go through the roller coaster ride of emotions, and it is pretty funny. that This is kind of the subtle humor that I like, and, and watching or reading this, it reminds me one of my favorite scenes like this with the emotions going and everybody, you know, going through the whole ringer is on the show community when you have Joe McHale and Chevy Chase do their project. And it was like people are scared, then they're laughing, then they're horrified and all that stuff. So it was like this as you go through where it's we bicker, we laugh, we cry, we see each other in a whole new light. And then we see each other in the old light again. They're pointing at each other parts. They're hugging them. They're crying. It's well done. I, I really liked it. And then after that, Peter just leaves and he says, I'm exhausted. What a disaster this podcast is, right? He's like, nope, crazy thing happened. People are liking it. They start listening. Uh, a lot of people are listening. It's a huge hit. It's skyrocketing to the top of the podcast charts. And he says, I'm just as surprised. And you end up where Peter mentions there, like, Spider-Man isn't really the most popular guy around anymore. And he says, I mean, in terms of public popularity, I usually rank somewhere between software updates and pharmaceutical commercials. Could it be Jonah actually did help me with that, even if we only changed a few minds? Could it be? And uh, that's pretty cool. And he even says, could it be that everyone just got a win? Well, we see that Chance didn't. He ends up going back, being taken back to the palace. Everybody's cheering. Yeah, all right, Chance, Chance, Chance. They're all cheering. He's like, eh, F off all of you. He's all mad. And then he's just, you know, rubbing his head and he says to the foreigner, like, you know, this, it's not about the money. Is you know, I'm ruined. I, I'm done. And the foreigner's like, no, no, I think that means you're going to have a real fruitful relationship from here on out, a great partnership. Has just been made. Well, you end up ending the issue with Peter going back to his apartment where Hold Randy looks like he's seen a Guga ghost. He's there. He is so scared. He's shivering. He has like one of those things where you're sitting in a chair, but you have your feet up because you, you're wrapping your arms around your knees. And Peter's like, Are you okay? <laughs> She's here, Pete. The call's coming from inside the house, man. The most evil, most terrifying woman ever is here. It's the worst. I can't believe it. And he's like, whoa, what are you talking about? Your ex-girlfriend. And he goes in, and it is Nora Winters. And Nora's there to kind of make fun of Peter, saying he, she has the Spider-Man mask in her hand, making fun, saying, oh, you and MJ doing the role-playing, huh? Uh but saying, I want to offer you a job. Now, we already saw that she's the one who got Jay Jonah the job. So she's, I want to give you a job. He's like, well, what do you mean? You, you want me to take like pictures of Spider-Man? She's like, no, no, no. I, I can look those up online. You know, 15-year-old kids with their phones can take better pictures than you ever did. And it's funny. He's like, yeah, it's the portrait mode. And then she's like, no, no, no. 
I, you know, with this podcast and all that going on and the way that people kind of are coming around with Spider-Man, I think that I want you to get me Spider-Man so that we can do more of this and it'd be great PR. And plus, hey, I'm going to give you, uh, you know, pretty much some money and offer you can't refuse. He looks at it. We're not getting the full deal now, but she does want to get, you know, Spider-Man to be able to she claims as a PR move. We'll see what it's really about. Uh, and then you go back to the palace where everybody's clapping. Uh, somebody keeps winning big. It's like an unbelievable, another win. That's eight in a row. And it's, again, you have to remember, it's the superhero battling, betting type deal. And it was fixed. The whole thing was, you know, with chance. And that's what ended up with the foreigner even getting pissed off and trying to, you know, ruin him in the way he did this issue. It's because all the fights seem to be fixed and and the rules and things like that. But somebody is winning big eight in a row. And it's a pretty good cliffhanger because you'd never expect it. What you end up having is Jamie, the kid that was working with Peter on the clairvoyant thing. He has it in his shoe. It's like connected to the shoe. So he is actually looking not looking into the future because clairvoyant actually just goes into the multiverse and works out the percentages but he's cheating with it i'm sure that he will end up getting caught and that is never good but you end up with nora talking on the phone saying you know peter is thinking about it and they're like you know what uh, my investment and whoever's talking on the phone is basically saying uh, the only reason we started this, the reason that this went down the line is because you told me we would get that web crawler. She's like, listen, listen, we'll do that. You know, I, I can't just go and break kneecaps and things like that to force people to, to do stuff. And you end up this person is not laughing. He's not into whatever this is going on. This person wants Spider-Man involved. And then by the end, you end up seeing that it is the chameleon calling from prison. So again, the chameleon is involved, as I said earlier. And a spoiler, but that's the end of the issue. Now, one thing that I like is it says next, issue number 41 in Boomerang Zero, who I love. So we'll see how that goes. But we're going to end up Ending this here, and I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I did have some fun with it. it it's kind of goofy fun, but that's what I like out of Spider-Man. The, the whole angle with Chance and the palace and the betting, it's not really my thing as much, but it did lead to some jokes and stuff with Jay Jonah. Jay Jonah with the podcast, Solid Gold. I love that. That, that makes me laugh. But the other deals you know the whole thing with the sports spending and then even with the clairvoyant where i said it's something that you weren't expecting but it's not exactly something that i'm that excited about but still an eight out of ten i like the art i I do like the jokey peter i like these wacky villains even when you had the bunch of jack-o'-lanterns come down It, it was fun enough so we'll see how that goes and just as an aside at the end, I don't really care about the chameleon being involved and want Peter involved in this venture and things like that. Either. We'll see how it plays out, though. But in a book that really does have a lot of loose strings, I really don't need a chameleon one. But it's still that's what's kind of giving us the podcasting, which I do like. So that's that. And that's the end of this episode. 
Me and Brandon will be back, like I told you, on Monday night. We'll always have that Monday night show. And from here on out, I should always have at least the Friday show as well. Like I said, I did get laid off from my job, and that kind of caused some panic in the Werner household. So I ended up having to, you know, kind of snuff out some some fires and stuff like that of people getting very upset and tell them it'd be okay. But again, if you want to go find us on the internet, we are on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. We have a website where it's sciencemarvelcomics.com and you can go and support us for everything we do at patreon.com slash weird science. And thanks everybody and I may just pop up before the Monday night show. You may end up getting two Monday shows. We'll see how it goes. I, I always make these you know, not promises, but I always bring it up and then it always backfires on me. But I like to kind of bring it up because it inspires me to do it. But thanks, everybody, for listening. And I will talk to you soon.